and welcome to Gamer Talks. Today is the 20th of May, 2022. I'm your co-host, Andy. I'm here with your main host, Mike. And a special guest star again is Pookie. Hi, everyone. Hello. Mike Pookie, yeah. Yes, thanks for having me again. That's all right. We know you love being here, so I love you both very much. <laughs> By the way, Andy, I don't know if main host is an actual job title. It could be. Or co host, main host. But I don't know. We could like invent it. Yeah. You're the, you're the co host. Co host. Side host. I'm like yes. the captain. I'm the captain. <laughs> the captain, yeah. Yeah. I love you, captain. Uh, so, Nick, what have you been playing? Anything? Well, since, it's not been too long since the last podcast, so um, yeah, I bought Kakarot, so right. Dra- Dragon Ball Z Kakarot I've been playing. Oh, yeah, I've um, yeah, been really enjoying it, actually. Um, I started watching great. Dragon Ball Z again, so it just gave me the gave me the uh, the kind of urge to, uh, when I saw it on PlayStation Store for 16 quid, I was like, yeah, I'll give that a go. So, Is so yeah, yeah it's, it's, even though it's just a Dragon Ball Z saga all over again, you know, the Saiyan saga, Free 2 Cell saga, but it's kind of done differently. It's got a little bit more interaction with, um, yeah. you know, um, out of combat, like kind of a uh, little bit open world kind of thing. Like it's, it's like areas and zones, but it's, it's still, you know, open world in a way, but That's what you want, yeah, man. I'm enjoying it because it's Dragon Ball Z. I think if it wasn't Dragon Ball Z, I'd be, yeah. Uh, yeah. I really enjoy it. Well, I didn't finish it, but I I got up to the Frieza chapter before I stopped playing it momentarily. I'm going to get back to it, but I thought it was really good. I thought it was one of the better GTA, a GTA Dragon Ball Z DBZ yeah. games that they've made in ages. Um, yeah, well, that was the Dragon Ball game I played was uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2. That was terrible. <laughs> That's Dragon Quest, not Dragon Ball. Is it? Yeah. Dragon Quest Builders 2 was Dragon Ball. Dragon Quest is uh it's actually done by uh the artwork's all done by Akira Toriyama, so it's actually the same art style, which is oh, that's, yeah, that's probably why it looks similar as well, yeah. Dragon Ball well I did play a Dragon Ball Gadron. Gotta love Dragon Ball man. Dragon yeah, Ball is just I the bomb. Dragon Ball's so good. <laughs> uh, Andy, what have you been up to recently, Andy? Um I've been busy starting a new job and working lots, but um, I've got a little bit more to talk about on the Switch because, like, that that was kind of like the thing I did because I was working. Yeah, um, I was decided that the Switch section is going to be Andy's job now. Yeah, I've got a little bit to talk about uh, at least yeah. this this episode because you know, that was kind of what I was doing after work. I wasn't sitting down at the computer to load up Switch, yeah. to load up a big game well, on the TV. Was it. For, wasn't it? Well, that was the best part. It's like sitting in bed with a book, right? But um, it's games instead. A lot of Switch games are kind of um, quite casual, you know. Mm-hmm. Easy mm-hmm. play, you get into. Uh, there's no kind of high tense, high stakes involved, you know. Exactly. It's easy to sit down and play it for half an hour, you know. Especially some of the games they've got, they're like kind of like roguelikes. Especially them, you can just pick them yes. up and play them. Yes. Like, uh, Dead cells and stuff like that. It's a similar story with all the. You know, all the Mario games and things. And oh, Mario games are just perfect. Just just mm-hmm. them, you know. This is just a good time. It's like watching your, your an old favourite movie for me, playing the Super Mario games, right? Because it's just that's, that's the same old gameplay that you've loved for a decade. But um, I think more recently, I'm, I'm, when I do get time, I'm going to sit down and play a good bit of Borderlands 3 because that was for free on Unreal on yeah, Store. Yeah, it's free which until I, I just got, tomorrow. We're not sure. Yeah. I've not looked at it. 
So I'll get stuck into that. I still have to finish uh, Amnesia Part 2. Oh, good, yeah. yeah. Um, because I actually thought that was really good. Some good Lovecraftian vibes. So, yeah, everything's on the back burner for the time being, apart from some little right, Switch right. games here and there. Get things going smoothly, you know, yeah. and then move on. Mikey, you not started doing any overtime yet to get, uh, to get a Switch yet? <laughs> still, still waiting on you getting a Switch. I'm just... Uh... I don't know if Andy buys the games that I want. I'm not too worried, you know. I might just, uh, I'll, I'll give you a good discount on my old Switch if I ever get the OLED screen one. You know, the. Oh, yeah, you got the original one. Yeah, I've got the old old one. Uh, but Actually, I'm just, I'm, I don't I'm think there's a difference one. between the two. It's the screen. screen. It's the, yeah, the OLED screen is what the, what you want. And I don't play the Switch yeah, dot. They didn't, they didn't change any innards. Which I'm very glad about because that would have just annoyed me if I'm honest. No, but it kind of. Um, almost made it not worthwhile. You know? Yeah, yeah. So if you're gonna make it look fancy, make it more mm. powerful or efficient or whatever, you know. It was like it was for people who probably hadn't bought a switch at that point. Would have went went for the OLED one if they had a wee bit extra scratch. Yeah. But if you already had a switch and you weren't like, no, no, like nine out of ten people, well, probably not nine out of ten, but most people wouldn't want to just say, oh, here's. A newer, fancier version yeah. of the same machine I've got. Well, that's what they do. It's like buying a new phone. Isn't it? The 3DS was such a fucker for that because it was like you had the 3DS and then the 3DS. No, the the yes. DS, then the 3DS, and then it was the 3DS XL, and mm. um, and then they did the 3DS I, was it not? And then the the N 3DS, and I was like, I I bought all of them, thinking that. <laughs> That it was going to be worthwhile. I even bought the N3DS, which was the last one that they did. I think. I just got the last 3DS, but uh, mm-hmm. the 3D was a gimmick, wasn't it? Yeah, um, most I of mean, the time. I cool when it worked, but yeah, the N3DS had that the, 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 this little camera on the front yeah. that would track where your head was, so the 3D wouldn't look out of place if you moved yeah. the screen left or right. But I mean, yeah, I wasted money on that. Yeah, no, the idea was that, um, unlike movies, yeah. you could look it out without wearing glasses and things you know it was cool it worked that way but I mean it's just not that cool playing 3D Can't games off, yeah, 3D bad. movies are kind of lame 3D games are kind of just yeah. the same but especially if you're playing a driving game I get like this weird sort of motion sicknessy right. feeling with the 3D well, game. I, I got that plane I got that plane Rocket League uh, I honestly felt quite drunk when I was playing Rocket League with some friends and that. Like, I don't know if you were there, Andy, but I, 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 it made me feel like I was pretty drunk. I could see that happening. Because so. you drive up the walls and on the roof and on stuff like that in Rocket League. You do flips and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just, yeah, just going up, up, like you're saying, up the walls and stuff like that. Like, and, you know, it was the first time I'd ever played it as well. So it was just like, yes. <laughs> it, that game makes you feel like you're drunk anyway when you're, yeah. you're playing it. Not, yeah, not wrong. But... What have you been playing? Uh, well, since I got Did you finish the... um, um, like Lego Star Wars? Yeah. No, no, I'm finished that. We'll be playing that for a while, I think. It's, no, it's kind of been on the back burner since I got back. I haven't played a lot. Yeah. Like I've jumped in for a half an hour here and there, but I haven't really sat down and done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a bit of City Skylines, but much. Just going in cities I've already built and seen that they're shit, you know. Um, and just before I left for Greece, I can't remember if I mentioned it last time or not, I downloaded a demo for a game called Turbo Racing Golf. What? Did I mention that? <laughs> I, I can't remember, but it sounds funny. I can't remember. Anyway, it's basically Rocket League, but with golf. 
which was actually really fun, but it's actually really hard as well. That sounds funny. You um, smack the other players with the golf clubs. Yeah, so I tried that one. You're driving a car. You have to hit the ball with a car. Ah, oh, right, right, okay. You have to drive it towards the hole. That's good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, so it was fun, but um, I didn't buy it. Um, I seen you can get the full city's collection for hundred and six pounds now on sale. I mean, I'm sure I've said this before, but a lot of the DLCs aren't really worth it. Yeah, it's bells and whistles, right? Like, right, well, don't really add. Everything, but yeah, it's like The Sims. Especially some of the bigger ones. Apparently, they cause performance issues and shit. Oh, really? I don't own them, but there's one called Natural Disasters, and apparently, when it came out. It caused like freezes and game crashes and stuff. Um, so you're like, did you, you know, did you test this or whatever? Yeah. Because they're like fifteen pounds or something at the time. And Screw like, that. That's a lot to crash yeah. the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> the game worked. I, I, I might get it, yeah, but it's just yeah. As I say a lot of them aren't worth it in my opinion. Like they have some nice stuff, but you can get them off the uh, off the workshop or something, you know. Um, and a lot of them as well should have been included in the main game but weren't you can tell that they would have planned it that way though while they were making it it was like we could have had that in but no we'll wait yeah. well that'll be DLC so we can keep so the game going for a few I think it's yeah exactly the it's what you hate it yeah <laughs> just a bunch of gated content because you should have kind of got a lot of it Shit. for the price you paid in the first place yeah it's all about making money right? yeah it's like they love that money Mikey doesn't like DLC. Well, he doesn't like expensive shit no. DLC. Yeah, no, D oh, right. DLC, <laughs> add-ons, soundtracks, all that stuff is just... It's like, I don't mind the soundtrack, but when they charge you like £2 for it. <laughs> nah. The Witcher did some good DLC. The Witcher 3. Yeah, but they were free, but they're not. They had, uh, uh, yeah, they did the... No, those ones weren't free. No, that was paid content but when they first released The Witcher 3 I think they did 7 days of free content so if you were the, the, if you were one of the day one buyers and players um, every time you played it every day for the first week after it you got like a new outfit for I don't know Geralt and new set of socks or some shit like that the thing is though is that you, you gotta look at it from both sides really yeah. oh, I mean you gotta look at it from both sides really because it's like like someone says to me, I didn't like The Witcher 3, I, I didn't get into it, I didn't really enjoy it, it wasn't my thing and that sort of thing. But to me, it's like the best game since 2013, I've said this before. So when the, the DLCs came out for, for that game, I would just ch just take my money straight away. Yeah, Bought it, no matter what price it was, or, you know, whatever price they were at the time. So when it comes to, like you know, like you get, it's very feminine dominant Sims 4. So... But you get you get women or you get people who have been playing it for years, and they're quite happy to spend five hundred quid on Sims because it's really all they play and it's one of their favorite favorite yeah. games. So when it does come to the other side of it, is that that if you really do enjoy a game and you're even part of a community on that game, you will spend money on that game. And the more people that spend money on the game, the more DLC they're able to create and drop out and drop in and keep the game going for longer, such as like GTA 5, Dead by Daylight, that sort of thing. Oh, you know? GTA is the worst for that. Yeah, exactly. But so it, it's, you know, just saying, it's like, but once you stop, people stop playing it and it starts dying down, you know, then, then the game will then, do, do, you know, 
you know obviously cease yeah it has to so. stop at some point even like especially for uh the witcher 3 did it perfectly it was just so like um what? they did their free dlc and then they did uh was it was it blood and blood and wine it's blood and wine, and in, then it was—I think it was Heart of Stone. Heart of but I think Stone. Heart of Stone, I think, was seven ninety nine, and I think Blood of Wine was like thirteen ninety nine or something like that. Like, well, so. But they'd done everything they could kind of do with the game that they'd made with that, and then called it quits when they were like, right after that, we're just tearing it and I milking it, right? Especially with people that flog it. Yeah, when you got to Blood and Blood and Wine, it was like everything was super colorful and silly, and it was kind of. Separate almost. It was. It was like they were just having more fun playing about with the the game at that point. Well, so they're supposed to bring out a DLC for the Netflix content. So it would be like just have my money, and they could probably charge whatever they want for that because like the Witcher community is quite massive in its own right anyway. And then ever since Netflix took on the show, it's obviously now just gone too. You know, it's like blown up. You know, so. Yeah, even the book sales have came back again. Um, yeah. I, I something like that the, Well, he's, yeah, I said in the last podcast, he signed a contract now, so he actually gets money. And... So you can start <laughs> bitching now, can't you? Yeah, from the game inside of it. I don't think it's bitching. I think it was just um, poor. Oh, he was bitter. He was a sour lemon <laughs> yeah, about the whole situation. It was, it was poor um, yeah. judgment on his, on his part for... Uh, you know, signing up for Witcher One, I mean, or well, signing over games, whatever yeah. Witcher games they make, he won't. He could. He'll just get a lump sum at the beginning. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Shall we move on and talk about some other things? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's move on and talk about Nacom. Uh, Is that how you pronounce it? Nacom, the French publisher. They had their um, they had a showcase this week. I don't know if you saw this. It's called the. Big Ben showcase or Big Ben week or some shit. Why it's named after Cocktail, I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, they announced three big games at it. The first one is Greedfall 2. Ugh. Yeah, Greedfall 2, Down World's going to be a sequel to Greedfall. I, I didn't really rate the first one, honestly, that much. It's a bit of a hit and miss, isn't it? It was like The Witcher 2. Yeah. It was like It was just like The Witcher 2. You know what's interesting though? It's actually going to be a prequel, like three years before the first game. So yeah, I I just I couldn't even get into the setting of it either. To be honest, the whole colonization part in that was just like well, this isn't. For and me. you know, we'll see what happens. They've said that um, there's going to be the same gameplay, but also new aspects and stuff. It could it could be good. Hopefully. Um, so that's been done by Spires or Vanny Spiders. Nice. Yeah, it's cool. called Spiders. Spiders, um, a game made by Spiders. There's a lot by Spiders, actually. They're doing a game called Steel Rising. Ooh, is that like a pirate one? or? It's set in the French Revolution. Oh, cool. But it's around um, automatons, like robots. And well, alternate sort of history type yeah. stuff. They like their history, huh? Their history buffs at Spiders. Yeah, so I'm very interested in that. That one's actually out on the 8th of September, so it's pretty close. I do wonder if we'll see like a big video at the, um, over the summer, you know? Probably. Because, you know, people like to show things off. Yeah, they want to... They want to Wait, look at this! They, you know? they want to start the, the hype train, don't they? Yeah, build the hype and all that. Uh, the third one that they showed off, Narcon, 
It's by Kiki Racing and it's called WRC Generations. I've been oh I can remember playing the one on the Nintendo sixty four ages and I was pro at it. I played that so much. They've been making those games for a while, huh? Well the thing is this one is done by well Kiki Racing obviously and published by Nathan. It's the last one before they lose the license. Oh. They actually lose the license at the end of the year. And Codemasters will pick it up. Codemasters. They do a lot of racing games though, they hey? do, they do what is it, Dirt and WR Probably a lot more. Yeah. Anyway, so that actually looks pretty good, so I'll be keeping an eye on that. That's actually on the 13th of October. Uh, but for some reason, Switch and PC will be later on. Oh. Don't know why. Because I thought the PC was easiest, but anyway. Straight into bed. Now you're a fan of racing games. A fan of racing games? Yeah, WRC. Yeah, I don't know. I, I played a lot of I played a lot of the older ones. To be honest, I mean the best the best I'm at racing was probably like stuff like Wipeout or like um, GTA oh, Five. Yeah. I was really good at the racing on the GTA games, but um, no, I don't I don't play them. Like I, like so Grand Turismo Seven, I heard that they were going back to basics and going back to old school. And apparently, hasn't sat very well. So apparently, it's flopping. So. It's a bit of a shame, but I, yeah, I don't really, don't really play Grand Turismo. I, I like to be able to smash up my cars and then kind of like respawn. Yeah, Burnout like... was the best. Burnout, <laughs> yeah, Wreckfest is shit hot. That's really good. That's a newer one. That's really good. Yeah, so. I like the Burnout games. Some of those were pretty good, but um, but no, I've not played this. Uh, um, this uh, is it RAC one? Is it? Oh, okay. WRC was it World Rally tra- Championship? World Rally Championship. Yeah. It, it's yeah. It, it's the official stuff from. Yeah, it's all rally driving, like realistic kind of stuff, isn't it? I don't know if it's. I've never played the WRC games, but the last one I played, Rally Rally, was Colin McRae 04 on the PlayStation 2. (laughs) (laughs) So things have changed a bit since then. Um, Just a tad. I like Mario Kart and Sonic All Star Racers and shit. You know, the the kart kart racer games, you know, where you get power ups and blast each other and burn out. Arcadey type stuff. Was it Lego Racers or the N64? I never that was that fucking fun, like. <laughs> Everything had a crack game. They did not even do like South Park Racers and stuff oh, yeah, like that. South too. Park, Crash Bandicoot now. Hey, the Crash Bandicoot one was really good, yeah, actually. Isn't uh, yeah, so that like the go kart one in that, right? Yeah, yeah. They all, the, the, any, oh, we're just talking about the any kart based ones. It was or arcadey type stuff where you got power up and just screw someone oh, over so many. horribly. Yeah. But, uh, so, so, like, no. Uh, what's it? The arcade one I'm thinking of. Armageddon was fun. The old one, the new ones, like the new remake of it was pants. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Oh, well. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it right, car listen, crap? Here's a game I've never heard of. I'm going to ask you about it, see if you've heard of it. Okay. It's called Arma Reforger. I was looking at this earlier. It's Arma like, is a franchise. Yeah. Are you familiar with it? It's a hyper-realistic military sandbox game yeah. with big maps and where people really have to work together in yeah, stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like a tactical military shooter. That's right, yeah. Um, and it's... Daisy was started in it. 
because of the realism in it. You know that old the zombie game. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. But it was made by indie devs and it took yeah. that long. But they used the Arma 2 engine and then eventually the Arma 3. Uh, and I think this Arma, what is it called? Reforged. Arma Reforged, yeah. I think, Reforged or something. Yeah, I think it's just like you can use it to create your own scenarios for it. Yeah. So there's these massive, massive maps. But it, from it what I. like Minecraft, sure, but. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, from what I read upon it on the Steam reviews, a lot of people weren't so hot on it. No, um, apparently it's a it's a lot of showcase for Arma Four. That makes sense. Game, yeah, because yeah. I think well, a lot of people will just well, uses a new engine called Nfusion, the Nfusion engine, and it's possibly just a project to show it off, you know. I think uh, a lot of people were just kind of hoping for Arma 4 instead of Arma Reforged. Apparently you know? they are in 4, but yeah. I don't know when Oh, I mean, it's, it's got a huge following for it. Well, it says here that you can form your own scenarios for other people to play. So I guess in a way that's like you can create tracks on for a racing game. It's like you can create scenarios yeah. or um, you know, think... kind of missions, I guess, for other players to, to, to play. So I, that could be quite interesting. I think it was like a sort of response to, you know, how Battlefield did their own one. I forget the name of it. It was the Battlefield. Right. Exclusive to Xbox anyway, so. Yeah. Well, it's, on, it's on Steam. Armour Reforger, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's on Steam. It was released 17th of May. If you like Armour, give that a check out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean... I, that looks good. That looks really... Have you seen the... It does look quite pretty, to be fair. I've like, never so played... Yeah, I've always thought it looked like a good game, and like it in the graphics itself looked good. But I've never bought in. I never paid no, for I the game, and um, because watch videos on YouTube and that, you know. And you see just how realistic it is. You're like, I don't know if I've got the patience for that, um, because people get really in depth into the game with their tactics yeah, they and do, stuff. Yeah, that's just not me. I'm casual. Yeah, like I like for online games, I like something that's quick and shooty. You know, Halo. I've been playing a lot of Halo recently, actually. And see if when they make the the forge mode for that, then I yeah. think that will take off massively. It will. It will. Um, I don't want that happen, but you know. Hopefully soon. Yeah, like I say, it's an Xbox exclusive, so it's a game preview uh, on Game Pass. It's not full game yet. Uh, there's also a, like an early access version on Steam, mm-hmm. but it costs money, so you know. <laughs> yeah. We always do. Oh yeah. I remember paying for early access. I'm, I'm not convinced that's the way forward. You know, it's nice to give them money, but for us, it's not finished. You know, it's not really the game we wanted. I try to avoid early access whenever I can. But you look at uh, Seven Days to Die, and that's been out, out what like near enough a decade. Oh, it's an alpha early access, <laughs> but you can buy it on every console. I, mean, I, I told you I got was bmng.drive mm. early access that's been in there for about 6 years now since I got it and it's still not I mean apparently they've got support for EA and everything as well and it's still in bloody early access <laughs> come on development hell Nick what's your opinion on early access games early access isn't just for the players to have is it when it's not ready um 
Um, yeah, sorry, I'm distracted by my missus, apologies. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, um, it's not just for the players to get, you know, obviously early insight into what the game is and what it's going to be about and uh, and all that sort of thing. Like, it also um, allows them to um, see if there's any, you know, form of bugs or any type of form of that. Like, But it goes back to the developer as well who were able to, um, you know, put it out there to see if there are any bugs and, and see how many people are going to be interested and, and you know, all the, you know, time and effort they put into the game is uh, is it going to be ready for for release date? So I think it does work on both sides of the coin. To be honest, I think um, for some teams, like they need the feedback from people who are playing yeah. early access. I'm quite happy to do that. For like uh, paying loads of money. Yeah, sandbox you know games I mean? especially like Minecraft like, and stuff still being made yet, and people still get feedback from that. Like, what's wrong with doing beta tests? Yeah, I think um, for games like that that are open ended, I think they need that, especially if they're a small dev, right? They they need yeah, people to yeah, test it. But it depends on you know down to your personal preference whether yeah. you're willing to shell out the money for a game that's not finished yet. But a lot of people like these games well, and get stuck be in them. Eventually, yeah, for like a single player game, right? You see, like um, like a. I don't know Metro where, or Half Life, which is just a linear single-player game. I wouldn't buy an early access game of that sort of genre. But for an open-ended game, um, I've bought quite a few of them early access, and there's a few that I've. There's one that I'm actually kind of looking forward to. I mean, it depends what it is. Yeah, and um, I think if it's online or open-ended, or if there's a small team, I think. Not only is it sometimes is it necessary because they might need the crowdfund <clears throat> as well as the yeah. feedback, the active live yeah. feedback. Um, but for me, I've just had like I've been burned by it too many times, right? Like yeah. there's been a good That's few games. I, I mean, I've got a few, and it's like it's just not worth it. Yeah, and and that doesn't mean I'm not interested in the game. I'll still probably buy it when it is finally released Quite but possibly. for the most part I um, mean the thing about BMG's like Gladby Island it's a good game it's like, it's just like I prefer it was finished and ready and you know yeah I saw a bit of uh, BMG and played around and it's more like a sort of showcase of what the engine can do yeah. right like the way I'm the cars crumble it's like if that's what it is then don't sell it yeah where's the you game know what I mean? where's the game part of it it's about like when they made that uh, was it the Matrix thing for Daniel Legend 5 oh yeah yeah well, that's just a showcase, so mm. don't sell it. No, that's free. They actually made it into a game. But yeah, but that's like a sort of free download, which yeah. is which is fine, but I think um, if they were to charge for it, that would be pretty I know what you mean, bad. but if you're a company, you need money and feedback. And, yeah. you know. It depends on the devs and how committed they are to actually following through with the, the project oh, and stuff. So. Too. I mean, if it's a big company, then... Yeah. You know, I think you see indies and small companies as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, depending on the game, and there's lots of factors, you know. Mm -hmm. If they made like an early access for uh, the next Resident Evil Online or something like that, I would be all over it. Oh yeah, I'm sure you would. Yeah, <laughs> that reverse that we've been meaning to get for Yonks, but yeah. still haven't. Whatever you call it. Yeah. But well, anyway, we, we that was. <laughs> that was a the, tangent. Uh, I don't know about the big game news, I guess. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the news that Fall Guys is going free to play. 
Oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, it's a wee bit of Sonic's game. It's got free to play from the 21st of June. And it's gone on Switch. What's that, it's Fall Guys? It's coming to consoles on the same day. Yeah, that's Fall Guys, Pook. What, Ultimate Knockout, is it? Yeah, it's yeah like that Takeshi's Castle type game. Yeah, I remember the game. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, is, is it the Ultimate Knockout? Yeah. Game, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they should just make the Takeshi's Castle game instead. I would love that. <laughs> well, that would actually be really sick, and it's got it's got to have um, Craig Charles doing it. Sorry, Pook, what was that? Got to have great Craig Charles doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should have that bundled in with our, a Crystal Maze game as well, right? Oh yeah, totally, totally. With all the old jumpsuits. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah, so that's something. So I'll definitely be playing that. It's going to be an epic game store as well. So I've already wishlisted it on there. I'd like a. Uh, I was going to say a uh, what do you call it game. A Squid Games game, but this already been done like a billion times over on Steam. Well, I know I had one on the Nintendo Wii called uh, is it Carnival or something. Okay, it was terrible. <laughs> the, the one that got popular on Steam was called Crab Game, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Crab Game. And they, they even did mods for uh, Squid Games on GTA. Yeah. Um, but and yeah. It's, yeah, there's it's, not much. Um, well, that sort of thing out there, you know, multiplayer, fun games, um, that it's almost getting a bit uh, tiresome, boring, whatever you want to call it, you know. It's one of these new sort of genres that some, like, appeared was, like, the game show game, where, like, Fallout, uh, Fall Guys is there, and then... It's like it looks good. Yeah. When you show off, you know, like, here's a video and it just looks brilliant, you know. There's been a bunch of knockoffs and the same sort of ideas. Yeah. As Fall Guys, but none of them have got as popular as Fall Guys, so. Yeah. Um, They're not um, the same sort of vein as Among Us, though, Kind of these sort of daft, funny party games. Yeah! Uh, and then uh, there's sort of a multiplayer element as well. It's online and also cope, I think, as well, isn't it? Mm hmm. Which um, is kind of an idea behind them, but. I just. I do wonder about the free to play element, though, because. Uh, obviously charged through they want to make money and they have it while they decided no no we don't do money I bet they make money out of it in different ways like the season passes oh, no, and the skins and a, cowboy hats and shit releasing a battle pass on the same day yeah that makes sense which is like a paid for season pass mm -hmm. by the way paid owners who already own the game will get it for free so that's that's good I mean that's kind of what you would expect yeah, I mean, if you bought it at twenty pound mm. or whatever it was, and you get a free pass, then that's that's good enough for me. Not that I own it, but you know. <laughs> I think I got it for free on PS Plus at some point. Yeah, it was free on Plus for a bit, um, and now it's free in general. So yeah. Uh, right, another free to play game. I mentioned this last time. Roller Champions, uh, Ubisoft's competitive roller played role play game uh, anyway it's going to be free to play when it launches on the 25th of May so a few days I'll be trying this it actually looks really really good Did it, is it a racing game? is that how you no it's competitive roller blading it looks like it's going to be like a um, indoor arena 
things, you know, and you can put it online and I don't, I'm not entirely sure. So it would be like a skateboarding game where you do tricks and shit off ramps and... I think so. Alright, okay, Except cool. Except you're rollerblades, so... I don't know what competitive rollerblading is. Right, racing? I don't yeah, that's what know. I thought, like, in a race. I don't, I don't really know about rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about rollerblading? Uh, they wear neon, like, 80s sort of jumpsuits and they go it, in a it circle. It looks like uh, Knockout City. They go to the they disc. All the colours, people running everywhere. And it looks really good fun. I love trying it because it's free. What do you think? You love, it, you love it free, Mikey. Well, if it's free, you got to give it a go, haven't you? I think uh, a competitive rollerblading game would be fun, but I can't imagine me <laughs> spending. But it, as long as it's got like epic disco music, like, but what would be the the pricing for uh, copyright on the disco music, man? Like, do you know what I mean, BG <laughs> yeah, you, just let them. exactly right. Like disco music. <laughs> the only thing I've seen with that is like uh, people who go in a circle. Or like a big long oval. A bit repetitive, but. And they're dancing, and they do like coordinated dancing. You ever say, would... "Am I the only one who's seen this on like Reddit and YouTube and stuff like that?" What's this? What would be the story behind it? Like they need they try the 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 rollerblading rink is going out of business, and they need to make money. <laughs> to save it. That wouldn't yeah, no. me. And you're on a mission to be the best uh, disco <laughs> roller. There has ever been. Be the best! The best <laughs> roller <laughs> blade in the UK! No, I don't know, I don't know. Like, I saw some clips on Twitter and it looks good, but. And then Evil, really evil, evil Steve is going to close the place. Yeah, and then some, like, uh, angsty fucking kid gets jealous and bashes into you into the roller disco and breaks your ankle, and you have to come back uh, better than that. ever. Well, there's that. Uh... Uh, I think there's a trailer you can check out. <laughs> but, yeah, what what is? I'm not. I don't know. But it is free. I will be trying it. Um, and it's also going to support crossplay as well. Awesome! I think that's always good. Yeah, that's always so good. So we can like, you know, be lunatics together. Mhm. <laughs> um, but yeah, as for the game, I don't know too much about it. It's going to work. I didn't really look into it. You should look into it more because we're We'll get a review incoming for uh, yeah, we should, we should. Disco Roller Champions. Yeah. Hey, right, let's move on. And the Sims 4 have announced two more packs. Ugh. I bet it's you're simple. happy. Like, your sister would be happy. Eh? Your sister would be happy. Yeah. What ones are they? This is number a million one and a million and two. <laughs> It's called uh, Little Campers and Moonlight Chic Kits. Moonlight Chic? Yes. What's that one? I mean, I'm guessing Campers is a camping one, obviously, but Moonlight Chic. Little Campers is like, uh, you know, chic tents, outside projectors, stuff like that. Yeah. Kids camping in the garden, you know. And the reason they're both called kits is because they add a bunch of stuff to Build By Mode. I just want to listen to the Build By Mode music all the time from the first one, <laughs> the very first Sims. 
and I'm everything sure you, you do is just so elegant and it's like you're designing this total shit house that's going to fall to pieces but you've got this beautiful music playing yeah. and you're like oh this is such a beautiful building like I'm, I'm literally building a town <laughs> <laughs> and then it's all my know? sims went to have a dip in the pool and the ladders have disappeared yeah, no, I've always loved the music in the sims building build my woods yeah yeah big time that's when they panic panic makes me love What's that, Pig? I said it's when they panic is what makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so you put them in a room full of fireplaces and uh, so like rocks. Like five pounds each, which is good, I guess. That is good. Yeah, you know what? That's like that's totally fine. That's they're five each, you said. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you think they've got to make three D models and then they've got to make animations and sounds and stuff, a five five pounds, that's fair. That's fine. Uh, they're on the twenty sixth of May, so that's. This this week coming. So that's that's Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm -hmm. Thursday, I can't, I don't care. Uh, right, Nick, one for you. Yeah. Overwatch two have announced an event. Overwatch two with the event. Yeah, they're going to host an event on the sixteenth of June where they will uh, talk about their plans for the game and also the next beta test. Well, yeah, I thought it was going to... Everyone was saying it was going to drop um, um, at the end of May or something like that, like, but it was just a beta thing, I think, because I yeah, think the actual game isn't coming well, out until 2023. And they're going to uh, discuss when as well. So. Uh, well, um, we'll have to wait and see, but if uh, people will be excited for the next beta test, because like, I think the first one went down really well. Like, so. uh, yeah, it's going to be another PvP from what I see. Yeah. PvE or PvP? PvP, it's a massive PvP. It's the PvP game. PvP game. The, the, well, the first one's all PvP, isn't it? And then this one's mostly sort of expanding on the Oh, yeah, the PvE battle royale type thing, yeah. But I, I wasn't sure if it's been received well or poorly or what. I, I absolutely freaking I loved the first one. Yes. Uh, been received well as far as I'm aware. That's cool. Well, uh, apparently the the second one, a uh, uh, um, proportion of the first full release will be free to play for any of you, anyone who owns the first game. So oh, anyone yeah. who has, yeah, so anyone who's actually you know put time and effort into the game can actually get a proportion of the new one for free. So yeah. Well, I wouldn't probably necessarily say that you you know the, the game part of the game will be free you'll, you know you can't you'll have to buy the game but then i think things in the game itself would be free like, like yeah, yeah, with I mean, the game or... and just like the first one well it's a bit like i like that because it was like counter-strike you bought the game and you got the game if they put new maps in it you got the new maps like dead by daylight if they release new maps you get the maps you might not get the killers and stuff like that but you get like you don't get excluded from what other people are playing oh, I know. um which is just the best way to do it in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no, I'm looking forward to see what they say because I like the first one mm -hmm. as a game and also as a the, the uh, graphics like a design project. Yeah, you know, like cool. mm -hmm. cars and everything, mm -hmm. and the, the machines. Do you call them machines? I don't know. The suits. There's machines. Yeah, I mean the graphics were great and the whole setting of it was great and how much the effort they've put in it is great. And then you see all the. The turmoil with blizzards, and you're thinking, well, this know, maybe isn't going to go as smoothly. That's what I was thinking. Forward. I don't know how Overwatch Two was going to go, or um, 
how long that would be in development or what it would yeah, be like after all that well it's so. been in development a while it's like mm. Diablo 4 it's kind of mm. waiting, been there for a few ages well I, I would have been kind of miffed off if they were like well here's Overwatch 2 and it's like <clears throat> that's yeah, like saying yeah. yeah that's like saying well here's Counter Strike 2 or here's Valorant 2 and stuff and you're like well, what like well, what one do we play then because you just like cut the player base in half if they've got well, different Valorant would be free <laughs> <laughs> and, well yeah you know what I mean if it was paid instead you would be like or even if it was free you would be like you could switch between each one but at that point you would have a preference yeah. so for them it, to make one of them sort of like PVE focused makes a lot more sense in my yeah. opinion well ga- games get um, modern games anyway now like they, they've you know um, which is more online where the, whereas the older games were you know you'd have to, a physical presence is that it's all about community so be whichever game you fall into the community with and start building the community friendships that sort of thing like so that would be more likely the game you put more preference to yeah yeah definitely yeah just for what I've learned as well a quick update on the uh, takeover takeover Activision According to certain, certain sources from Xbox and Microsoft, it's in the middle stage. I don't know what that means, but it's in the middle stage. It's I mean, in the middle, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's in the middle stage and it's moving quickly. So there you go. It'll be um, years before we see any changes happening from any oh, of this. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like this like restructuring of companies and stuff like that. That's a really long and big process. Oh, yeah. Um, it will see massive changes, I think. The actual, well, the actual deal should go through by the end of June, I think. Yeah. Because I think that's a, that a financial year or something. I can't remember. can tell you. It's something like that. It's just like a long process, I think. So to see that they're halfway through it already, it's like crazy. Yeah. And just while I'm on that as well, Activision, I told you last week, they've announced new Call of Duty. Or the little app for that, but. That's Modern Warfare 2 that will release before the end of the year. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, I remember. And, uh, there's oh, another one that has been announced. What's this one going to be about? It's like somebody's got a bomb or a chemical thing somewhere, and oh my god, we got to send our boys to go and stop this guy from setting uh, up a bomb. Geez, it'll be fucking John McLean shows up. Yeah. And it'll be the best Call of Duty made so far. That's what the It'll just be like Call of Duty and then it'll change and like this is actually just die hard. <laughs> which one, which company is this? Because isn't there like two types, two companies? I remember back in the day there were two companies that made Modern Warfare. So like one made Modern Warfare 2 and then the next one made World at War. Is that like a Treyarch and Infinity Ward? Yeah. Which one's this one with? I've got a funny feeling this is Infinity Ward. I can't remember. Uh, I Does this one have zombies on it then? Yeah. <laughs> Probably, it's bound to. Just sheer responsibility, you know. It's like you've got to play Call of Duty. How, how do you choose which one to play? Well, I've got, there's a Twitch streamer I follow and he oh, right. plays nothing but zombies. <laughs> on, um, on... A lot of people follow Call of Duty so they're looking forward to that. I mean, that's fair enough. If you, look, if you like it, you like it, right? Well, yeah, exactly. That's his. That's his. Um, that's his thing. Okay, so, but um, the or game the overall. Well, the game overall doesn't. Um, I kept asking him what is because I've been following him for a while. And I was like, "What are your total hours playing zombies and that?" Like, and he was just sort of like, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't know." And he he ended up finding out. And apparently, they they don't 
the game doesn't tell you how many hours you put into zombies at all. Just the main uh, modern, uh, the main Call of Duty game. Multiplayer doesn't tell you on zombies who he's got it because he he said he must, he must have put thousands of hours into it. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I always get kind of bummed out by that. Like if it doesn't tell you just how long you've played, even though you probably don't want to know if you've been playing it a long no. time. Like, I don't want to know if you did it for 5,000 or whatever. <laughs> Shameful amount. Well, yeah. I think it was Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, I think I put, I think it was almost 25 days, I think. Was it 25 20... days? Fucking hell. Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, I put 25 days into that game, I think. I think it's like a... I think the yeah. most I've put into a game, I'd say I'd never put more than, uh, I'd say I'd never put more than 300 hours into a game. Unless no. it's, unless it's something like uh, Counter-Strike where, I've been playing that for decades, but it's different versions when, of the yeah. same game essentially. That's like saying you've been playing FIFA for decades, right? It's the same thing, but, um, but. I've, I don't think I've ever seen, ever had one game that I've played for. I think I've played Witcher 3 for nearly 300 hours. <laughs> See, I don't think I would. I would have just. I my attention span's too poor for that. You always make fun of me for that poop because I'm playing like eight different games at once most of the time. <laughs> you don't really finish games, bro. Do you? Yeah, well, I, it's like um, I like to dip my toes into everything, right? Yeah, like no, I, I want to. Then if there's a new thing out that it's, it looks good, and if it's on Game Pass, and I've got Game Pass, That's about, yeah, I'll try that. Um, just like playing a demo for like ten hours instead. <laughs> I don't know about 10 hours, right? You know? But I, I do kind of get kinda disappointed with, with that. Like, when Pook say, I, I never finish enough of them, it's, he's right, because I do think back and say, like, you know, that was actually a good game. I probably yeah. should have stuck with it. And, you go back. Yeah, and, you're like, and now it's been that long since I've played it, to go back to it, I wouldn't understand the story anymore. And then to start again. I mean, and, Final Fantasy X was one of the worst games for that for me. That's because... so long though. Exactly, and you're like, if I've not played this for however many months and then you go back to play it again, you're like, who is this guy? What's going on? Where am I? <laughs> what year is it? Sort yeah. of thing. Um, I've had that many a time. Like you log into a game after ages and ages and you just have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like you log in and you just, what am I meant to be doing? Skyrim is great for that because you, it doesn't really matter where you are in the main story. You, you can just, just know, yeah. you can just wander into some random house and start a quest for some guy who's lost pumpkins or some shit like that. You know, like yeah, for some uh, some guild leaders. Oh, that's great. Um, right, PlayStation Plus. I've announced another classic. It's a classic, classic game that's coming to that. The Service Siphon Filter. Oh, nice. Yeah, and Bend have announced that uh, it will have trophies as well. On the classic games? Yeah, so you can get a trophy for completing Siphon Filter for PS3. That's cool. I don't know how it works, but... That is cool. No, I, I like... Trophies are basically just achievements for PlayStation. Yeah. So that's always but you cool. get one for starting and then finish it up. So yeah. It's PS2. funny how... We didn't have any of that stuff in the no, older games, and PS2 we didn't. Or PS1, no. it, we didn't feel like we needed it to feel progression through the game, though. No, Do you know but I mean? it's a nice touch. Though. Nowadays, we're kind of disappointed when it doesn't have that. Something yeah. to shoot for. It, yeah, you know? that's one sort of thing I would critique the Switch on is that it doesn't have an achie achievement system on your Nintendo account or anything yes. like that. It does have a 
an hour count how many hours you've played each yeah. game for. But that's like that, that's the oh, one you don't. The same time yeah, that's the one you don't want to know. <laughs> that's the, the numbers of shame right there. Just tell me for once, no. <laughs> tell me how good I am. <laughs> yeah. Loving your fighting. How does um, it the PlayStation Plus? It changes though in June, though, doesn't it? So it's like you won't get the the three or four free games anymore. Or that will that just will that just be for the forty nine ninety nine ones? Yeah, you Do you know what I mean? Tiers of subscription now. What, you like... the basic one. Yeah, but you get three or you get three or four free games a, m- a month, right? Sometimes four. It's usually three, but sometimes you get four. So it's usually like two PS four ones and a PS five one, right? So it's sort of will that be for the forty nine nine, the four the fifty quid um, uh, contract, yeah. or will it be? You know what I mean? Because they, because I think like they've they've released a list of what's going to be free yeah, for for the, for the for the higher ones, and that's you know you've got I think Red Dead Redemption Two is probably the highest one yeah, that that will probably be downloaded. So you know what I mean? The, the best one is premium, and it says you get PS4 and PS5 game catalog from PlayStation Studios and third-party partners. That includes the new Ubisoft Plus catalog as well. Uh, which is 27 titles at launch to grow by 50 by the end of the year. From, all from Ubisoft? That's pretty cool. Well, they've got... Um, but that's Ubisoft Classics as well, right? So I'm guessing that's maybe the older ones. Well, it's, 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 they've got Bloodborne, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales Spider-Man, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Red Dead Redemption 2, Celeste, or Celeste, or Celeste, Demon Souls, NBA 2KK, 2K22, The Last of Us Remastered, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Tsushima Director's Cut, Returnal, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Outer Wilds. Because I remember you, Andy, saying to me to give um, Guardians of the Galaxy a good, because uh, that'll be free. Yeah, yeah. you did. But say you really... like your single, you were looking for a good single-player story game, and that's I well, think that's a good shout for you. Well, they're they're, they're releasing all the Ratchet and Clanks as well, Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Um, Bioshock got... remastered, Infamous, and Borderlands: The Handsome, The Handsome Collection. So there's a lot of uh, free things, but I think it comes to Europe on the 23rd of June. So it will be, it won't be until the end of June for UK that this kicks in. It's um, halfway, uh, halfway through June for the US. That's four different tiers of subscription right there. I thought it was three though. I thought it was 49.99, 89.99, 89, and 99.99. But then you just have you not just got basic. PS Plus, where it's no access to the catalogue, and you just get your normal online play. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. I I thought, is it like the the fifty quid one? Is that just as it is right now? So you I can go so. online and play, and you get all the stuff that comes with a normal uh, PS subscription, and you still get your, you know, three three games a month. But yeah. then, once you pay for the other two, you get you open up a whole world of you know like Xbox Pass, but for a PlayStation. Yeah, I guess it. I'm guessing that's what it will be. Surely. Yeah, you get extra. You get the catalog and the Ubisoft <clears throat> Ubisoft Plus classics, but the premium one it gives you the PS3 games, time limited trials, the classic games, and the the PS Plus catalog yeah. of PS4 and five games that they've been releasing so far. So that's. That's a lot of games, right? Like if you've just bought a, if you've just bought a PS5, that's a hell of a good shout. 
Well, yeah, do, do you know anybody who's been buying the PlayStation 5s? Because it, I think it was last week, last Wednesday, they came back into stock oh, in-game. Oh. And because uh, I, I remember I was at work and went to a customer's house and he had a PlayStation 5 he was opening up and setting up. And I was like, okay, like you're just in an alien spaceship, alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, are they back in stock? Are they? He said, yeah, they came back into stock yesterday, which was it would have been Wednesday. It was the Thursday. And he said, I ordered it yesterday, and it came today. I was like, well, that's service for you, isn't it? But apparently, they're back in stock in game. But it has been what over a week now, so I'm not entirely sure where they're at stock wise. But I knew game had them back in stock last week anyway. For anyone who's interested to have a look. If you've been waiting on one, yeah, good value lot of people. Uh, I've got a yeah. Oh, here we go. You've got so you've got um, live game curries, Argos, and more restocks available now. And this was three hours ago. Um, keep up to with the latest drops from Very BT Smiths Toys and Amazon and more. So apparently, their PS5s are back in stock now. Across across the. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, just before we move over to Andy, a quick shout to a game called Chia. Chia, Chia. was announced at E3 last year, I think. It's Chia. Like AOSM, AOSM, something like that. Anyway, it's a tropical open world RPG in the style of uh, what's that Disney film? Moana. Oh, Moana, that's yeah, true. It's like that in a game. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was due out spring this year. It's been delayed till next year. Which is a shame, because it actually looks quite cool, but, you know. I, li- <clears throat> I literally went through my list of games I've been waiting for earlier, and they're oh, all just... not got a release date. <laughs> it's just... It's longer and longer, you know? Just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. But, uh, right. Uh, let's move forward to Switch section, shall we? Andy, what you got for us? Oh, the Switch time. It is such time. Um, well, I figured since we already spoke about, uh, like in the last few episodes, we kind of covered most of the year with releases, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought... Well, there's that keeping up things here. Yeah. No slacking here. Exactly, right? <laughs> so I thought, well, now that we've done that, I took a kind of closer look at it, and I thought, well, since, like I mentioned earlier, I've been playing a lot of my Switch more recently, especially oh, because I've been working, here, actually. Yeah. Um, so I did five of the more games that I've was not recent games, but games that I've recently reinstalled onto my Switch and been playing because they're good. Um, so for number one, I think I've put most time into Nino Kuni, uh, the first oh, one, right, yes. the Wrath of the White Witch. Have you, either of you played that? I played it on. Um, I played it on the. I remember my mate had it at her house, and she had a PS3 because I never owned a PS3. It bypassed me, eh? So, um, but um, I remember she had it there, and I went to her house to play it. Um, well, no, I was at, staying at her house, and I, I was there, and I think I stayed for two and a half days, play, and played, and <laughs> finished it. Well, you understand who. How much fun I'm having with it then, right? Absolutely. Um, it's just, it's Studio Ghibli, man. It's just that, it, which is just my escape from reality. Like, it's mm-hmm. just absolute perfection. I just absolutely yeah. adore that, that company and everything mm-hmm. that they do and they make. I don't care what they make. It's 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 always going to be, be good for me. So it's just gorgeous. Just loved every minute of it. Like, and the second one, 
without you know how much more was in the second one with the with the build yes. and everything like that. I just that's why I bought it. this one. Um, I played the second one off of your recommendation. Funnily enough, uh, we were talking yeah. through the sales one day on the PlayStation, so I got that mm. from my PS4. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I seen seen it was on sale for the Switch a while back. Bought it, played maybe the first few hours. Thought this is really good. I don't have the time to play it. Put it another time. I picked it up more recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's like you said, it's just unbelievably beautiful as a game. Um, for it's it well, have... He's got the Welsh dude, isn't it? Eh? He's yeah, the best. Yeah, like the voice acting, the animation in it, there, it's all very, like the, the sense of humour in it is very British. Um, um, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's like watching a comforting movie. <laughs> yeah, you but know it, what I mean? It, like, yeah, yeah. That's like that's the sort of stuff. Like that's the shit you want when you've had a long day at work, uh, yeah, yeah. new job, lots to learn, stressful as hell. You come home, you play like this really hilarious, well done, yeah, yeah. incredibly well polished game. That's what you want in the game, mm. though. Yeah. Um. So that's number one, and um, these are in no particular order. And this is just. Well, the thing is, though, is that like when, when a, a general, what you call it, you know, you got computer games that then go into the, the 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 film market, but it's the other way around. They have movie makers, and they came into the game market, and they just nailed it. Yeah, and you know what? You couldn't make a a movie that's as fun to put, fun as fun an experience as Nino Kuni because you get to. You know, the, the world's so well detailed and you just get to be in it and chill in it for hours at a time just doing side quests and stuff like that and seeing all the little details and things. Well, it's um, they did actually do a Nino Kuni movie, which was, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely worth a watch. It's, it does, it's, it's not as strong as either of the no. games, in my opinion, but yeah, you should. Um, and number two on my list is the Hong Kong Massacre. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is like... Um, you know John Woo style action movies where uh, the guys would dive in the air with the guns and rattle rattle oh, off the like bullets in the air. Martial arts like Guntana yeah, uh, yeah, stuff, yeah. Um, like before the Matrix sort of stuff. It was kind of a big thing, with, yeah. uh, especially with John Woo. So it's like that, but then crossed with the sort of Hotline Miami genre. Oh, okay. So you've got this top-down view yeah. of a uh, you know like a a structure, like a, yeah. like a, a building. It could be an so apartment complex or whatever. Kind it's of, like yeah. uh, it's like old school um, like SNES games, but obviously way more modern. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you think uh, like Hotline Miami had that really simple kind of well, no, it wasn't that simple, but pixelated pixel graphics, the two D uh, down to, uh, top down view as well. But yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of SNES, uh, SNES games like Spy yeah. vs Spy, that sort yeah. of thing. Like do you know what I mean? Or the very first GTA, right? That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the old school one where you see that like the head and the shoulders was the character. Um, but it's like that, except incredibly well detailed in three D models oh. with. Uh, reflections and stuff isn't Which, it are you just covering entire rooms with just blood in this game yeah like, yeah it's, it's brilliant because you can slow down time you've got a little meter and it's like it's kind of like max pain but top down and well, um yeah. it's all about dodging and diving so if you dodge at the right time you can like a bullet will miss you but even but I, I, I suppose it's all in the name isn't it like yeah <laughs> it's a massacre yeah exactly but it's, it goes in the same sense where if you get shot, if you take even one bullet, you die, and the level starts from the beginning. Yeah, that's realistic, though, isn't it? Like, but in a way, you should depends on where you're shot. You know what I mean? You should if you're shot in a in a in a place where you can like get you can carry on and get a bit longer out of it, like in yeah. the leg. 
But you have to, you have to stop been, the wound, doesn't it? This being the sort of top-down game, it's it's more like a sort of quick-fire arcade like it really restarts you quick as hell back to the like, right start again. In so each is mission it, you play, it, you won't play for more than maybe a couple minutes. And there's is it is it like Hades though? Is it like or is it different? Is it, what sorry? Is it like Hades then? So you die, you go back, but do you keep certain things, or does it like level up in that way? Or is no, it, it's, it's like only, it's not our... starting again. Yeah, it's it's not randomly generated. It's just like sort of levels. Yeah, and it's all handmade levels. Um, and it's you can upgrade your gear actually when you now that you mention it. But that goes on a rating system. So if you go through a level without missing anybody, without missing a shot, oh, which so is insanely difficult, you get awarded a star if you get through the the mission within a, a quick time limit, which means you killing like, everyone. You get a it's, star. It's it's Hotline Miami meets Max Payne, isn't it? Like yeah. you say, yeah, yeah. If if they create, if they have, a, if they put a level creator mode into this game, I'm yeah. sold. Um, and I saw actually a clip earlier um, from the studio that made it on the YouTube channel Math Chief. By the way, you guys should check him out because he covers he covers lots of indie dev games that are up and coming. They don't thought... actually get the attention they should, but these guys are doing the same thing as Hong, Hong Kong Massacre but they're making it first person so you've got the John oh, Woo style man. and it's like kicking tables over and then vaulting over the top of them <laughs> booting chairs at people in slow motion and firing off shotgun rounds very well, cool 2014 they've been waiting people have been waiting for this game like I mean why is it taking so long what Hong Kong Massacre yeah I, I don't know when it was released for Switch but um, that's what I've been playing recently for it um, and that's How long when, you had it? Maybe about a week. A week? So yeah, I've, I've, I I bought it on sale. It was like um, oh, three years ago it came out. Okay. Yeah, this was I I go on these little trips for uh I'll, I'll give myself say maybe forty pounds or something like that and say right go buy some Switch games. That's what you get for your Switch. But then go. Is on it the only sales. on Switch? Then? Hong Kong? No, it's on. I think uh, it's on most platforms it's probably actually better to play on anything other than switch because the, the the frame rate <laughs> drops the frame rate drops you that. yeah um idiot but what? the next one i think actually to level that Let, out this one doesn't make you like quite such an idiot yes okay um, then go on then <laughs> it's 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 just the switch it's it that game's too pretty for it you know uh, like it's got too much going on like too many special effects but the switch oh, okay is at its best when it's the games are worked around it you know you look at Breath of the Wild and you look at how beautiful that game is and it's because it's built to look beautiful on the Switch whereas yeah, Hong Kong, Hong Kong wow. was meant to look amazing on a PC and then yeah. they had to kind of squeeze it onto a Switch yeah. well if anybody's interested Hong Kong Massacre is currently £3.87 on Steam buy it because it is absolutely worth it yeah if you wanted to give it a go then jump on Steam now Uh, it's what the 20th of the 5th today so there you go Um, it's also it can be incredibly frustrating just put that in there and number 3 on the list is Pathway which is very cool I don't think I've I've heard of Pathway I think I may have spoke about this before but it's like um, the sort of it's got Lovecraftian vibes to it you know it's like you know that all the kind of Indiana Jones kind of setting where you're in the oh, desert right, yeah, yeah. and there's lots of intrigue and German soldiers going Stop about it. it's like World War 2 oh, time okay. um, and you can it works like a board game 
where you take it's turn based so it looks like like this big map of a desert bit and there's like different areas of interest you oh can yeah, yeah, yeah what is it like squad skirmishes is it it's kind of yeah but it's the main game like is a turn based game it's so it's a bit like that's what I like you would it enjoy like, this game it's good um it looks like stargy valley but war <laughs> <laughs> You get these little, these great little uh, animated scenes every Don't time. Don't talk down Stardew Valley, Nick. It's brilliant. Yeah, Stardew is awesome. Um, Robotality. I've never <laughs> heard of that developer. <laughs> but yeah, you get like lots of little campaigns to do, and you have to venture across different stretches. So it could even take you like um, to from a few different countries of adventure, you know. And if your characters all die off and you lose the game, then your campaign's gone and you have to start oh, right. scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit like XCOM then. Kind of. It's closer to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, <laughs> really? But, yeah, there's been a lot of fun. Um, there's like these old ruins you can go to and they're like Lovecraftian style things and if your character's got like native language and he's intelligent enough oh, okay. you can yeah, speak yeah. the old tongue and go and meet like, the cosmic elders and shit like that that's the D&D side of it yeah yeah so it's got that kind of RPG element to yeah. it um, and number four is Mr. Driller's Drill Land which is what? the most <laughs> probably the most colourful and noisiest game that I've got on the Switch Um <laughs> Which is just like a, it's the latest release of Mr. Driller, which is an old Japanese puzzle adventure game, but it's an arcade game, right? Oh, where, okay. yeah, where you've got all these different coloured blocks. <clears throat> and the aim of the game is to go down the way, but um, you're running out of oxygen, so you have to collect these vials of oxygen on the way down. Mm-hmm. But they're hidden underneath certain blocks, and like the, the way oh, these right. blocks that you're drilling are in certain shapes. So if you drill one, it might knock a bunch of stuff down on top of you, so you have to keep moving down, otherwise you'll get crushed. And that gets quicker, and you have to think quicker as the game goes on. Um, Has Mr. Driller been going since, like, the 90s? Yes, I had it on my DS. It was the first one I played it. And so when I seen it was on sale again for the Switch, I was like, you know what? I haven't had Mr. Driller on my handheld since you know a good decade. I'm pretty sure I had it on, or my sister or my brother had it on the GameCube. Yeah. GameCube. Yeah, it's, it's a good game. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, Mr. Miller's Drill, I've not checked out. Um, I do like puzzle based things. Makes you think, you know? Yeah. Keeps your brain active. Um, and it's not too taxing, you know? Not too stressful. And number five is. Is. Would drum you roll. guess it? Drum roll. Do, 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 do. It's, it's Resident Evil. Oh. Resident Evil Revelations 2. Oh, bloody surprise. Yeah, it's to be specific. <laughs> Revelations 2, not 1. Um, where uh, Claire and Moira Burton, who's Barry's daughter, if anyone is into the lore. Yeah, like he's just looking at me and nodding, like, yeah, okay, Moira and Barry. Yes, Andy. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, they get abducted and they wake up in these manky ass, gross prison cells with these little bracelets on them that are flashing green and if they get too afraid the bracelet will turn red and they will begin to mutate and die oh. um, and they're in some sort of like think like saw type underground construct bit kind of silent hill type stuff everyone's all 
Mankey and Dirty and some sort of weird looking monsters in that man, if I remember. Yes, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's not it's not survival horror. It's action horror because it's too you're too busy shooting and running and gunning to be scared at what's in front of you, right? Yeah, you know, it gets it's that not sort the kind of, of game. It's not the kind of game. It's the kind of game that you need to pause before you reach for your drink. Yeah, yeah. Whereas <laughs> like uh, the the other Resident Evil, like the best Resident Evils, in my opinion. Like, when you find a safe spot in it, you're thinking, I could just turn this off and stop playing, right? Because you're freaked out. <laughs> They're the ones where it, they make you feel really tense and it's slow and it's at a good pace. Whereas Resi 2, uh, Revelations 2, is a good game, but it's not survival horror. It sounds like the exact opposite of My Little Pony on PlayStation 1. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's my top five I've been playing. In the top five I was looking forward to, as I guess <laughs> well I bet you you'd not actually because I actually I thought I would choose ones that weren't popular guesses oh okay, okay. so he's going to try to catch yeah well I could have just said oh you know Breath of the Wild part 2 or whatever but yeah I am yeah I am he thinks about Breath of the Wild whilst he's playing these five pardon he thinks about Breath of the Wild whilst he's playing these five is he yeah <laughs> yeah um, but for number one, again, these are in no particular order. I don't know why I'm actually seeing numbers. Um, this one's called Bear and Breakfast. Um, what? You play this. It's this. It looks brilliant. Um, so it's coming out. It's TBC. Um, really nice sort of cartoon graphics, and it's set in the forest. Bear and Breakfast. You play as a bear, and he runs a bed and breakfast in the forest. Fucking hell! And you start to build and craft and customize your BnB, and you upgrade it and stuff like that. And you've got guests that come in, and you find and interact with other cast uh, characters. Brilliant! You find them in the forest, and they start to add to the lore and stuff. And the website for it is www.bear.game, which is probably one of the coolest. Bear.game. Yeah. Okay. And so look forward to that. Quite simple, okay. The next one is uh, Card Shark, which is, I mean, as Nick and yourself know, I like my card games. More specifically, I like poker, uh, Texas Hold'em. But Card Shark is set in 18th century France, and the game is about cheating at cards. (laughs) The characters cheat at the cards, and if you get caught, by the looks of it, it's like these fights break out, and you see actual sword fights and stuff because these guys are playing oh, wow. for high stakes okay. and yeah, stuff, yeah. and they bring out the old-fashioned pistols and stuff. Action, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it looks hilarious. Um, it, it, seems, it shows you even one of the tricks is like the guy's painting a tiny little mark on one of the back of the cards, like he's preparing his new tricks, and that's kind of like the progression of the game. From what oh. I can gather, is you learn more tricks as your characters. Jeez. Yeah. Sleight of hand improves. Oh, okay. Um, the good. number three, well, Car Shark is the second of June. Yeah. And yeah, number three. Me and Pip were chatting about this very briefly earlier. Um, we were trying to figure out how to say it. Live alive, live a live. Oh, live yeah, I mean, Live alive. Was it last last time? Um, yeah, <laughs> we're like, how the, how the fuck do you say it? It's that? like a Square Enix remake thing, I think. Yeah, um, so it's a remake of an old SNES game, um, and it's done in the same style as Octopath Traveler. Yeah. I don't know if, if you guys are familiar with that. Uh, I think I've I spoke am. about it before. Where, 
I mean, each character's got its own built-in story and, and it's really well detailed and well brought to life. Um, and this one kind of follows the same setting, but it's throughout periods of time. So you've got something from like uh, the prehistory where you've got like, a, well, described here as a tribesman comes of age in a world without words. You know, yeah, I mean, that, that sounds interesting. And then you've got to like distant future where a robot in deep space is involved in some sort of tragedy. And you're like, okay, I mean, this is cool. Um, so I was looking forward to that. 22nd of July, that one's coming out. Um, and then there's the Shadowrun trilogy, which isn't anything new for anyone who likes Shadowrun, but it's getting a Switch release yes. for all three of them um, on the 21st of oh, June. I thought so, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been enjoying Shadowrun since I played yeah. the first one on the SNES for as awkward as it was. But you got Shadowrun Returns, Shadowrun Dragonfall Director's Cut, which is both in there, and uh, which I've played both of them, really enjoyed both of them, but never played Shadowrun Hong Kong. And in this one, you get the extended edition of uh, Hong Kong as well. Mm. 21st of June. Switch is rapidly catching up the others, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They never really had an online, you know, a long time ago. And then ever since like the Wii, they just kind of added games that are across the board, you know, like Call of Duty and that. Like, and it's now just getting... No, no, their online is 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 you know opening up massively. So yeah, it's yeah, quite impressive how improved. they catch it up. Well, there are loads of stuff there. Yeah, well, for the Switch, the stores of Nintendo eShops have always sucked. They've always been too expensive. They've always used weird points instead of money and stuff like that. They've never really entertained indie games that much at all, uh, apart from like exclusives for of strictly controlled stuff. Whereas with the Switch, they were just like, right, open the floodgates, y'all. You can buy hentai games and stuff on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. you can you can, um, you can, can see how much it's opened up now and, and how much better that is for smaller developers. Yeah, yeah. You, you go into the, the charts section of it and it shows you the order of it and popularity, um, how much interest oh, in each game. That, yeah. So you can see like this big AAA game um, and right next to it, you've got like this little indie game, and yeah. it's like it's good to see that that they're com- I say it should be. Though. Yeah, that in that category, like they're neck and neck for the interest there because yeah. the price is brought People down. People looking at it, buying it, liking it, reading it, mm-hmm. you know, so it should be. Yeah, so that's it for the Switch corner. Well, there you go, thank you, Andy. There you go. We'll be back next time yeah. for Andy to tell us more. What are we uh, what what do we have uh, next? On that note, let's move on to the indie corner. Indie corner. Yeah, we've been to the switch section, which is one corner, let's go to the indie corner, <laughs> which is the other corner. <laughs> and I want to start the indie corner with not a game, but a developer, an entire company. Uh, this developer is called Swizzle Kiss. Okay. It's a new developer, but it's Swizzle Kiss. Um, they're uh, a German developer, they're based in Berlin, they're developing a PS5 exclusive horror game. Cool. And they're also on PC, so you can play it over. What's very it called? Ex- not very exclusive. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not an Xbox, so, yeah. Uh, I suppose, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so they're making that. Um, <laughs> Do you have a name? No, it doesn't have a name because it's unannounced. Oh, okay. It won't be announced. It's so they're just like, Kojima's hi, we're here, we're making a game. It's Kojima's that, making that is all. Well, it was, it was <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. 
We're making a horror game, y'all. Okay, what's it called? Not telling you. What's about the name? It's a bitch, it's Kojimi. It's, it's, it's Uncle Kojimi's making Silent Hill. Silent Hill. There's quite a few interesting names uh, associated with the company. So, Sozo Kiss, uh, Jessica Curry. She worked on Everybody's Home for Rupture. Oh, I like that game. That was fun. Yeah, and she also did uh, Dean Editor as well. Uh, William Pugh, who did the Stanley Parable. Awesome game. Yeah. yeah. Great game. And Archie Abimo. I think that's how you pronounce it. Archie Abimo. She worked at Funomia before she came here. Funomia, another small developer. Yeah, anyway, so they're working on a, a horror game. All of those people are working on a horror game. Well, there's others. <laughs> that is amazing. I know. But uh, yeah, it's a small team. It's a team of maybe five, six. It's not very big. That's like uh, those games like Stanley Parable, Dear Esther. What was the other one you mentioned? Um, can't remember. But the, everybody's got the rapture. Yeah, everyone's got to the raptures. They, um, they're like those first person, they get called walking simulators. Yeah. Um, you were talking about you were thinking looking at was it the suicide of rachel foster earlier again that's yeah one yeah, yeah. Sort of first person kind of adventure games and those ones that you mentioned those people who were part of making that those were like the staple ones that kind of brought popularity to that yeah, genre yeah. and apart from everyone's gone to the rapture but especially dear esther um i think i bought dear esther for free yeah um so to think they're making a horror game, I am all over that for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, we keep an eye on that one. Uh, next one, I want to talk about a game that already exists. Okay. Uh, this one actually came out in April 2020, so it's two years old. It's called Hypercharge Unboxed. Yeah, the the toys. Yes, it is the first man shooter where you play as an action figure, and you fight against waves of toys. So it's like small soldiers. Yeah. It looks great. See if you look it up on Twitter or YouTube, it looks really good. It is first person. It's also uh, third person elements as well. Yeah. And it's got local court and online court as well. That's what you want. You do. Uh, like you see, he plays an action figure against waves of toys. Uh, that was out on twenty seventh April twenty twenty, so it's two and a bit years old now. Um, although it is coming to console, I think they said, which is why I put it in. I can't remember the exact details. But... Anyway, that was done by Digital Cyber Chase, <laughs> who are actually a, a UK based developer. So it's like a, a homegrown game, you know? They've got good uh, taste in naming things. Yes. So what was the game? Hyperbox Uncharged? Hi Hypercharge. Hypercharge Unboxed. <laughs> and what was their name, the company name? Let's just name it the most ridiculous <laughs> thing we can think of. You know? Yes. Uh, right, another game I want to talk about. A people, a people. I think that's how you say it. A people. A P I C O. I don't know. Anyway, it's done by Whitehorn Games, who is a beloved publisher of My Beloved Lake. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a beekeeping beekeeping simulator. <laughs> This seems like this, this is like your kind of game. Yeah, Pokemon Oxfast Traveler style, uh, and it's actually out today. Oh shit! What so was it called? Go and, it's called Apico. A P I C O. Um, it's actually out today. It's on Steam. I think there's a 
there's like a demo version you can play as well. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks fun. Um, I'm definitely going to consider, if not buying, downloading the demo. There's a demo for it, which looks pretty good. And it's also good for just finding out what it's like. Anyway, oh, going around on your little boat. What's that, Pook? I said you're going around on your little boat. <laughs> <laughs> Doing bee stuff. I know. It looks great. I was just looking at pictures. There's quite a few beekeeping simulators out now. <laughs> Is there? Yeah, I think. Uh... <laughs> Did not know that was a thing. <laughs> Me neither. Uh... Beekeeping, so they're saying that you've got like what is it, train simulator, and you can actually go out and start simulator, dealing drugs in yeah. between shifts and stuff. And then there's actually, uh, I can't remember what it's called, there's a video game where you play as a bee. Yeah, my nephew has that bee simulator. <laughs> it, it's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it would be. I looked at it myself, I thought that looks really cool. <laughs> right, can I mention another game that already exists? Mm hmm. This one is called Escape Lizards. Escape Lizards? Yeah. I'll give you a clue it's got nothing to do with escaping or lizards. It's actually um, a PC game done by Eagle Diastonic Studios. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's basically a puzzle platformer where you have an egg and you have to tilt the map to navigate it to the end of the level. Oh, a bit like Monkey Ball. Yes. It's like Monkey Ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, or, you know, pinball game or something. Oh, this so game would have been screaming, game. man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one actually came out way back in 2017, but it's still worth it. It looks great, and it ensures good fun. It's only like £5. It's not a lot of money. Is this something you've seen recently? You're like, I'm getting this. I looked at, oh, I saw it today. Yeah. Looked it up further, you know. Um, I love those. So I the amount of hours. Fancy, you know. I spent hours and hours playing Super Monkey Ball when I was younger, and I actually got the newer one on my Switch just a few weeks back. <laughs> and I haven't spent much time on it, but it's like there's, it's like we mentioned earlier, you know, there's pick up and play straight away games. It looks really fun. Yeah. Like. It's on. Is it the one on Steam as well? Escape Wizards. I don't know the one on Steam. I can't remember what's called. Let me have a look. It's a, a super. Oh. The Banana Mania one, or what it's called. Banana Rama. Something like that. <laughs> There's so many of them now, but yeah. No, it just sounds fun. I like a fun game, as we know. So. Well, if uh, you, um, have you ever played Bum Simulator? Me? I've seen videos of that, and I was just like, I can't enjoy this, because I... I you literally just live like a bum yeah, in like, America, fun. and you just go around like trash and that and begging from people trying to get money and you can like just beat people up and rob people and kill people and do you know what I mean just live live life as a bum and getting drunk and various other things like the guys making this must have thought like I have to be offending somebody with this somewhere some, somebody somewhere is going to hate this <laughs> well you got hobo, hobo uh, tough life as well like which is like another game where you're like a hobo and it's like it's like a story based one like it's like a survival role playing game like the urban one <laughs> but you've got you can even play by yourself or, or play on co-op and you've got to explore the streets so i think of it's like a foreign country i think and you have to scavenge for food and supplies beg steal whatever it takes to survive the forthcoming winter 
They're like, what do you uh, call it? Like grindhouse games, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like cheap thrills type shit. Like they're not AAA games. They're these janky fucking daft things that <laughs> I think they're supposed to be like. Did you ever play Postal yeah. Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when yeah. that first came out, it was like the sheer shock value of it was what sold yeah. it. Well, I think I think what draws me to these games is that it's like you don't have any, you you know, you're just nothing. Do you know what I mean? There's no like your nobility at all in your story or background. You're just a piece of shit lives on the street. You've got nothing. You know what I mean? You got no. You know what I mean? So just kind of uh, yeah, attracted my attention a bit. <laughs> Right, I've got one more indie game I'll mention. It was just announced yesterday by Frogware, who did Sherlock Holmes. And this one is called, let me see if I can write it right, Project Palaelistia. <laughs> I have no idea if that's right. <laughs> anyway, it's done by Frogware. It's a, a new game, so not released or anything. It's a mystery slash horror set in the Victorian era. Cool. It could be interesting. But... Jack the Ripper. Is, is that the new Jack the Ripper game, you say? Did they not already do Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper? No, that's what I mean. They did Sherlock Holmes. This is a new game. Um, it could be based on Jack the Ripper, but it's not called that. Yeah, I was just, I was just saying that. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't know. They just announced it yesterday. Maybe. That could be cool. That sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. Looking at Mike getting through his notes here. <laughs> organized <laughs> chaos, this is. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Disorganized. But... Right, I've got a few news stories if you want to talk about them. Yeah? Uh, oh, I, I found a couple as well. That I'd, you I'd found a couple as well. I'll, I'll let you start then. Yeah? Okay. Um, right, okay. Well, where did I write down? Sorry, hang on. I got. Um, yeah, no, we're going to get new news about Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Are we? Um, oh, I think I saw this, yeah. It's apparently next month where we're getting news about it. So that we got some slight news about the news that's coming. Um, the news. Yeah. <laughs> news about the news. Um, and... That was pretty much it, apart from they were doing a obviously Resident Evil thing. Oh, right, okay. For Dead by Daylight. Um, which is, a, and it, had this, like, it didn't tell you anything or show you anything about what the content is no, going to be. No, it did not to, disappointingly. It was just the short cinematic. It didn't actually show much from Resident Evil within the cinematic. So, I'm wondering what that's about. And then, on this, at the same time, with Dead by Daylight, they're releasing... A dating simulator. Oh. Um, and it's because in Dead by Daylight, the aim of the game, if you're playing as the killer, to oh, pick right. them up yeah, yeah, yeah. and stick them on a hook. This dating sim's called Hooked on You. Oh, <laughs> it's a dating sim where you can choose which one of the serial killers you want to take on a date. And stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous, but I'm sure it'll be. It just, it's just so intriguing. Yeah, it, just... it was just like. Uh, it was like getting hit by a stray bullet when you seen when I was watching it the first time. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And so, that was the two ones that actually stuck out in my mind, news wise. They gotta put Resident Evil, Silent Hill crossover. Um, 
yeah, that would just be just just sweet, sweet as a nut. I don't know. I think you probably pass out. I know, right? <laughs> I we don't have any that. news on Silent Hill at all, at all. I know, mate. I know, mate. We've just no, got conspiracy no, theories. Can I put some tweets out? Um, apparently, there's a bunch of Silent Hill stuff in the works, but they haven't actually said what it is. Really? So there's rumours of a remake of two, but as I said, there's also a, a mobile game, I think. Yeah, there's always rumours. And there's something else. There's the, the, the closest we'll get is what do you call it? A pachinko? Pachinko machine? Which is what Konami do now is like little mobile games and gambling games and arcade machine type gambling games. Yeah, but they don't have the same market reach because mm. there's. If they brought back, like, like they have. Title, you know? Yeah, they've got intellectual property rights for uh, Silent Hill. Yeah, and, Metal Gear now, and Metal Gear Solid. Like, holy fuck. They, if you can. Compared to the Hell set of like money all, that they could be making, but to be fair, those sort of arcades are huge where they are. Um, I don't live in Japan. Uh-huh. That's like, oh, what yeah, what about us? <laughs> what, what about my needs? The rest of the world. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah I've, I've not seen you um, I do um, a section of mobile games, Mikey, on the podcast yet. I mean, I hate mobile games. I don't yeah. mind them. I think they're. It's just they can't. It, it's, like, it's like it's like what you said on Steam about um, they've got no net so lots of crap gets through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mobile games have got the opposite problem, where all the crap gets through, and then every so often a good one sneaks through the net. Yeah, that, that's Shadow I Legends. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's all it is—is is advertising though. You mentioned before how much you hate that epic, like. Just I mean, adverts in your revenue, face. Like, uh, yeah. And you're like 90%, 95% of fucking mobile games have got adverts in your face, even the ones you've paid for. Yeah, you pay the £2.49 to get rid of adverts, but they'll just give you way less adverts. Yeah, or it's, it, yeah, it's just horrible. And, and that, and it's just so lopsided as well. I, I have a, a friend who doesn't have any consoles, and I was like, well, when we get Call of Duty for the mobile one, I've got my iPad right, and I thought, you yeah. know, you know, what? I'm going to kick his fucking ass at Call of Duty. <laughs> I, got, I got a PlayStation controller and Bluetoothed it to the iPad, oh, okay. yeah. and nice. just just swept up the whole match because everyone's using the awkward touch screen on their phone oh, yeah, yeah. to aim and shoot. But I'm using a PS4 controller, and I'm no using the Using the game performance from the, the, yeah. the iPad that I have. I, I don't know how people think it works. <laughs> I was playing on uh, the Battle Royale mode and I won three Battle Royales in a row. So <laughs> I, like, I feel like a hacker. But it's, yeah, it's just, it's not good. It's I've not had fun playing any mobile games so far. No, I don't think. And then the ones that, you know, they make you wait for things. Like, I played, it was the same city build eight years ago. You'd build a build and then be like, Wait an hour for it to be done. Yeah. Like, what? Or pay, pay £2.50 and it'll be built in five seconds. Yeah, it's just... Um, or the ones that have, like, the ads, the video. Yeah. And it's yeah. forcing you to watch the entire uh-huh. video. Like, what? What is this? I was this? bad, actually, for doing that when I was... Because I got crazy addicted to this... Uh, is it Zynga Poker? Oh, yeah. Which was like, you could watch an advert and it give you more chips. Well, that's it, though. It's it's you, you, 
Because gaming, just like anything that you spend a lot of time on and, do, and doing, mm. is it's all addiction. Like so, it's what they where like we said before, where it it came from. Games used to be just what, like what was on the cartridge. That was it. So you were addicted to that game, and then when the cartridge ended, that was it. So it was like the addiction stopped for that game, unless you went back to play it again. But then the addiction isn't the same because you've already had that high before. It's but yeah. it's it's like yeah. now it's it's they just they every single game developer before they do anything is like how can we make this into a long-term money-making machine to keep people uh, interested and addicted to it and it yeah, it's just the way that game in, in gaming industry has gone but especially with online but the mobile area just takes it to new heights it is just unbelievable how quickly and easy it is for the people to spend their money on these on these on these games so they're built around giving you that instant reward right that instant yeah dopamine oh, hit. That, yeah they they feed off yeah, your addiction exactly. to mobile games more than any of the others so that's i think that's pretty much it and yourself like how you mentioned that Puka, it's like it rewards addictive behavior and um, yeah it's just it's a, i think for the most part it's a very toxic thing it can be a very toxic thing. It can be when you, 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 you kind of, when you're lost in it. And you have communities within uh, mobile games as well, but a lot of them are single player and you just literally by yourself continuously playing this game for like three or four years and you, you don't even notice you've spent over a grand on it. Yeah. I mean, you know I what had, I mean? You just don't think about it. Yeah. I, I, um, I, personally used to know was addicted to Farmville. Yeah. And she spent a lot of money on this game. Oh, I, I yeah, suppose it's... I it, spent a lot of time playing that when I was younger. Yeah, and... Well, it's, like, it's, it's just a drag. Yeah, I, I did think, well, you know what? The game was free to download. Yeah. And say she spent, like, £50 on it, and, like, that's fair enough for the amount of time that you spent on it. I mean, I'd buy a video game... Resident Evil 3 was £50 and I finished it in five hours. Yeah. I was suppose, like, I just had £10 an hour to play this game. What the hell? That's not worth it. Whereas I, do, I do suppose it's it's the catch-22 because it's the same as I said earlier. You know, I'm kind of contradicting myself in a way because it's like if, you know, with me saying like, yeah, you spent over a grand on a game, grand on a game that, you sp- that you've played for like two or three years. But with mobile yeah. games, it's like you have dailies and... You yeah. have things to do, and you you wait, like you said, you wait thirty days for something to build, yeah. and all this sort of thing. Like, but if you put, if it's if it makes you happy, and it's a part of your everyday life. I mean, you could turn your phone on at any point. Like, you know, you're on a bus to work, you get your lunch break, you get this or that sort of thing. Any time, me time, waiting in a dentist office or whatever, you get some me time to play that game. You're gonna play it, and if it brings you joy and it brings you happiness, it's up to you if you want to play it. Spend that money. I mean, I think the point the point I was more making was people that you know jump into games and then they they very rapidly and quickly spend fifty quid, hundred quid on a game within a week, and then they mm-hmm. delete it because they're like, "What the f- mm-hmm. what the hell did I just spend hundred quid on that game yeah. for?" Do you know what I mean? So the predatory sort of thing behind it there is like most of the time they'll direct yeah, it like, at kids it's like, it's like you say Nick that they're addictive it's like smoking a gambling or something you know oh, 100% it's become yeah, yeah. part of your life and you log in every day and you know and then you spend money because you don't think anything of it mm-hmm. 
routine yeah. thing. Um, yeah, the thing is for children though, is that those accounts are attached to their parents' wallets and it's Yeah. You've seen too. plenty of news stories about that, right? Where some parents come home and find yeah. out their kids spent four grand on Fortnite skins or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FIFA but as well was it's it's that sort of thing is that these games then become they become successful as games and then they become advertising platforms. Yeah. Like for as great as epic is and what they do with like releasing the unreal tools and stuff like that fortnite when ariana grand had a new album out they did a fortnite concert and you had to log in on time and log into the concert and hang out with all these other users and it was but i mean think how many extra probably millions of people listen to her songs on her new album because they used that platform they had Fortnite. Well, Snoop Dogg was selling sneakers on there, wasn't he? Yeah, they had uh, really shoes. That, you know? And then if you think even all the sort of intellectual properties they've bought into it, you know, you've got Rick and Morty fighting Batman in that game. You've got like, <laughs> you know, it's... Apparently, uh, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi joining in. It's all sorts. You've got a... Uh, pretty sure there's... Is there Mike Myers in it? The alien? No, it's Sigourney Weaver and the alien in it, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> It's like, but the money behind it is there for them. All right, okay, we'll get this and they can make it happen. Um, So then, when you look at it, it's they know they're marketing as kids, and their most of their money is coming from this kid's parents, right? Like, yeah, this thingy cards, and eventually the fad will die and. All that money spent in the game will be yeah. left behind, sort of thing. It's not like the 3D pad, it's just drawn out longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, the 3D was pretty quick. Yeah. That's why all longer. Because <laughs> you do have to wonder, like, how long are people going to be interested in Fortnite? Because it's going to have to keep changing, if not. Well, that's um, the thing, but I don't know if I can change two. Yeah. It's a bit like Counter Strike, they'll release it. This is, or City Scans or something. They'll release a new game. It'll just be the same game. Yeah. It'll look a bit better. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, depending on what they're aiming at, it can't look better. Like, City Skylines isn't aimed at ultra realistic graphics, so they can't go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even if it's in a new engine, you can't have ultra realistic buildings because that's not what they're going for. Imagine if City Skylines had like the most intensely realistic graphics down to the most minute detail you try to run that on your computer it just melt well, you just catch issue. fire and explode <laughs> right like <laughs> that is an issue but um <laughs> but yeah no it's just the same game different engine you know yeah that's what if it was like that you'd want to live there yeah like fortnite 2 fortnite 1 was a new game you know yeah i mean it depends on like what what can you do to keep it fresh I, look at the guys who make pokemon they found a formula and it worked, so they stuck with it, but they kept innovating with it. Yeah. Um, mostly in the form of just like, let's just chuck another 100 Pokemon in this one. Yeah. But now in the more recent ones, they're like, okay, well, we're going to have to change that, some. They kind of look at it, think. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> but then on the flip side, you're like, well, how many times can you do that with Fortnite? Because it is just the same game. But then it's like, oh, they're different. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Different user base. Yeah. Hey, right, shall we move on? We shall move on. Right, I thought we should talk about a bit of Square Enix. I like Square Enix. What the hell has been going on there? What's been going on? Well, they sold half their studios, didn't they? 
Oh, the, was it the Tomb Raider? And uh, what yeah, else did they say? Assaults, Eidos Montreal, Square Enix Montreal, Crystal Dynamics. Uh, three studios, they also sold the IP. The Tomb Raider, do you say Thief, Legacy of Kane, and various other ones? Yes, yeah, I think like uh, Deus Ex and Tomb Raider especially, like they went hard at those games. And they weren't received as well as I think they should have been. No, I mean the latter or ones were. What they were expecting or hoping for were at least, and I think they were just kind of like we're done with these now. Like we've done what we could do with them, and it's not working. I think so. And um, that that's the way that looks for me anyway. Well, if, if there's a new game released, then it'll be a reboot or something, won't it? I think I don't think they'll do a new. Yeah, well, the Square Enix they rebooted the Tomb Raider, right? And so they made that that trilogy, oh. and then they did the same with Deus Ex. They they made the new one with Adam. Okay. The, 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 but it wasn't a trilogy. It was two. I'm pretty sure they had human, oh, mankind divided, and man, mankind something else, um, human revolution. Oh yeah, mankind divided, human revolution. Yeah. Um, and that was Square Enix, right? And um. Again, I don't think that hit as hard as what they wanted it to. And no. I think they were at the point where we were just like, we don't want to do anything else with this because it's not worth Possibly. the payback's not worth it. I think part of it was obviously the selling everything. Yeah. Part of it was the price. It was only $300 million for all that. Which is like nothing, really. At least we know that in they've been sold. Market, though, and, and they're not just being retained. Right, like there's something's going to happen with those IPs now. I guess I mean, unlike Konami, exactly, like exactly those fuckers just like, sitting on. We only <laughs> go Silent Hill and go Metal Gear. Stop making gambling machines. I do wonder about um, the other one, like uh, Legacy of Kane. Soul Reaver. That was such a good game. Well, that's not had a game in, in, in a long time, has it? Really? Yeah, it's been pretty much stopped for yonks. So they could make. So a new Soul Revo would It's be a true. similar story with Thief. Mm-hmm. Thief was the new one again. Was it was just what we were saying. It was like they tried to make a new one and it was just pants. Yeah. Like it was just the new Thief was horrible. Yeah, no, no, I don't know. I do wonder what they're going to do. They were sold to Embracer Group, I think, or like a big um, like umbrella, if you like. Hmm. You know, they had a bunch of stuff. So I do wonder what they're going to do. Anyway. Uh, right, Saber Interactive. Uh, they have joined Aspire in working on the Nice and Village Republic remake. Cool. Saber Interactive did uh, Evil Dead, so. The new one, it's just come out. Yes, it did. It came out a few weeks ago, I think. And yeah, apparently. I want to play it. Isn't it supposed? It was supposed to combat DVD, isn't it? That's a lot of like what I've seen, especially streamers. A lot like of streamers I know have have jumped from DVD to Evil Dead at the moment. Like so, what do you think? Have you watched any of the games? Yeah, I've watched it. Like it does look like a lot of fun. If I'm honest, like I think it would be more fun, obviously definitely more fun if you've got a good. Uh, I say Swift that you know survive with friends. That's more DVD. But if you've got a good um, you know group of people to play it with, I think it looks like a lot of fun. I think if you played it with randoms, it could be a little frustrating to get into. But if you if you got a good base, it would be good fun. I think these types of games have to hit the ground running, or they tend to just tire out and die early, right? Like you know, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. That didn't. That, that got stopped. <laughs> that game right? is, that game is shocking. 
I don't know. Like, I mean, if it's got a combat stuff like DVD, it's going to have to... Um, exactly. DVDs, yeah, like, here to stay, the way I've seen it. It's like, they're one of those games, like, they made all those sort of multiplayer, sort of 4v1 type games, yeah. and DVD seems to be the the one that's here to stay, right? The, the popular one. Yeah. I do wonder what will happen with that, but... Yeah, no, Nightfield will probably be remade, probably. I'm excited about that. I'm really looking forward to that. I don't know whether it will come, but um, I think it's going to be a fine place to do exclusive, but I'm not entirely sure at this point. We need more Star Wars RPGs. I know. Lots of survive, but... Uh, a couple of things, though. Some of the PC Gaming Show has been announced on the 12th of June. PC Gaming Show? PC Gaming Show, yeah. 12th of June, so that's our thing. <laughs> Hosted by me and you. Oh, I didn't read it, no. That's what I'm saying, we're going to have to um, And also the Future Games Show has been announced for 11, uh, the 11th, so uh, Future Games on the 11th, PC Gaming on the 12th, and Xbox is on the 12th as well. 10th? Oh, I can't remember. There's a few other ones as well. I usually wait until this is all, like, the day after, and then just go and watch all of the game trailers, right. one after the other. And just skip all the fluff that's in between it. So the thing is, I'll probably be working, so, you know, I have to. Just look at it on YouTube on your phone. Yeah. Are you going to be watching the uh, Summer Games things next? Yeah, uh, more than likely, but I'm the same as Andy. I don't really watch it live. I uh, just uh, pick up the bits that I'm interested in afterwards. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really want to see more of that. Yeah, nice I need some game. mentions of the games I've been waiting for since like 2017 because it's like. <laughs> What's one you're really hoping for, Pook? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh, no, that's, oh. you know, give us something realistic. Is <laughs> <laughs> what, that's, that's what I want. Is this what's going to be out in the summer, is it, yeah? Yeah, and that's I, I I can remember watching that the cinematic for Good uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two and thinking this looks like probably what's going to be one of the best games ever. Yeah, but it's at the same time as the the cinematic for Biomutant and look what yeah, happened with that. Exactly, it's just it's been so long that that there's no way that's the same game that they had in mind back then, right? <laughs> I don't know man like I just uh, I don't know there's, there's quite a few games I'm looking forward to a, a nice annou- a, a release date for uh, Thor Ragnarok would be nice I think that'd be God of War oh God of War Ragnarok yeah, yeah. sorry God of War Ragnarok yeah, new one, <laughs> my, my bad I was way off and, you know, <laughs> people are like they're making a game with Thor Ragnarok by the way yeah, no, a Thor um... game would be good if it was done right especially Ragnarok with Thor and Hulk oh um, yeah but, we uh, know each other from work. Huh? That's what he shouts out. We know each other from <laughs> work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's such a good movie. There's uh, the other one, Love and Thunder, is going to be really good. The Quarry is out next month. I'm looking yeah, forward to that. I'll probably really buy that. Is that next month? That's not far at all. That looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I'll probably play that, if I'm honest. I, oh, it looks pretty good. Mm. Good value, yeah. Mm. It's uh, well, we'll see. Because if it's like sixty-five quid, I'm gonna have to be like, well, I'll have to think about it. You know. You see that uh, 
Starfield and Redfall have been delayed as well. Yeah, Andy was raging. Yeah, that's a bummer. But I called it though, didn't I? I say, we were like, oh, we're getting it later this year. I was, no danger are we getting those games this year. You know what Bethesda are like? From the little we've seen of both of them, it's not a surprise at all, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fine, but it's not really surprising. For games like, if it's as big as what they're seeing, like, and they say they want more time to work on it, then yeah. fair enough, yeah. Like, that's, you know. Although, you do wonder why they keep announcing dates and missing them. It's, it seems to be a chronic problem with a lot of games, especially, you know, in the current climate. Can you jump the gun on how like, yeah. realistic it is to make it and have it functioning? within a certain time space and I think that must just stress the hell out of developers yeah. but in a and way and also the fact that the game does come out and it's still not ready yeah that's yeah. the whole you get, you get the backlash right yeah yeah but yeah you get like a day one patch and all this shit it's like if you did it right you wouldn't need that <laughs> just really annoying but anyway uh, just before we go I'll have you know there's a new piece of Skyrim memorabilia available can you guess what it is? A sword. Good guess, but no. Oh. A helmet. <laughs> no, it's not a helmet. <laughs> what is it? The pro- is there not already a helmet out? Probably. You, oh, it was like the iconic, the Skyrim, the Dragonborn helmet, wasn't no, it? No, no, it's a bit more um, obvious, I think, is the right word. It's not anything fancy. Uh, a glass? A tankard? No, no, no. I've got one of them, though. I don't know. Any guesses, Dick? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> it's a chair. Oh. There is it's a, a chair. There is a 10th anniversary chair <laughs> out now for pre-order. It's well, like a throne. Chairs. <laughs> is it like a like throne? Is it a gaming chair like you've got not an actual recliner. <laughs> it's available in uh, Doom colours as well. <laughs> and also Fallout. I'm just looking at it. It looks epic. It does, but have you seen the price? No, it doesn't say. Pre-order now is five hundred dollars. Oof. I know. It's quite a bit of money for a game chair, you know. Too much. Too much money for a chair. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, Skyrim it, chair. Maybe, maybe if it drops by like four hundred ninety-nine dollars, it's alright. As long as they don't do what they did to um um. Fallout 76 where they promised everyone an epic bag yeah. <laughs> it's like a Sainsbury's bag for life it's the most shocking bag you've ever seen in your life man <laughs> and like half of people didn't even get it and if they did get it it was the biggest disappointment you can also go with the Elden Ring logo on it that's cool yeah, yeah. it's still $500 too much too much for a chair yeah so there we go hey don't have a sour note we can't afford it <laughs> yes <laughs> But thanks for listening, everyone. Um, it's rushing as well. There's been problems this week on Apple Podcasts. So if you don't want to listen on Apple, and um, we're not there, then it's their fault, not ours. It's your fault. Ah, oh, rude, fault. Apple. It is. It's but, rude. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Leave comments. Can you leave comments? No, you can't. No, you can't comment. Leave likes and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. I don't know what you can do. Like, uh, share, and... Yeah, see good things. Do the subscribe thing and then yeah. 
Yeah, I'm even doing some live streams at some point on that channel if I can get the YouTube live thing working. Yeah, okay, go. Yeah. Nick, thanks for being here again. It's good to have you. No, I really appreciate it, boys. Thanks for the invite. Like, it's been in, it's been uh, been interesting. Thank you. It's fun as always. And anyone listening, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Bye.